Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. Mm. On today's call, we're going to discuss Beware of Destiny Thieves. Mm. They'll be at work early in this year. Don't let them steal your destiny. What do you or what or who you do? Who do you think? <laughs> there you go. What or who do you think is the biggest reason you've not accomplished more than you have? It may surprise you to know that we're the reason for any lack of success that we have. Now, don't get upset with us. Just listen. We should never blame anyone else for our lack of success. The time we spend blaming someone else mm -hmm. is time not available to us for solving whatever circumstances or problems we're facing. If we fail to succeed in life, we're the ones who made a conscious decision not to do what was necessary to change our current environment. In fact, in many cases, we're the thieves of our own dreams. The excuse that we hear most often is what a person's parents did or did not do during their formative years. Things like, my parents never believed in me. My father abused me. My mother accused me. My parents weren't able to provide the opportunities I needed growing up. Their parents raised us on the wrong side of the tracks. My parents were always working, never had any time to spend with us. My parents didn't teach me the things that I needed to know and sometimes as a child. we did not have parents. That's true. There's ones. If it isn't your parents that are to blame, then this teacher, that terrible incident, See, the, the list can go on and on, but here... That's what the enemy wants that's you it. to get dwelling that's on it. and consume your time and your energy. Because as long as we blame someone or something else for our lack of success, we won't get ahead, and frankly, we're stealing from our own future. Yes. Sure, our upbringing may have been, well, it may have presented a problem, but once we realize we have a problem, there you go. it's time to step in, step up, and change the situation. And that's why the Lord God sought you out. That's it. It wasn't like you found him. Get he a hold of this. found you and wanted to be able to encourage you and go, hey, I am a perfect parent if you'll come in and listen to my judgment. And, my, and you know, I see, honey, a lot of people who go, well, you know, it's just hard for me to believe in God because I couldn't believe in my father or my mother. Yeah. Look, that's why God stepped in was because you didn't have a proper father or mother. And he wants you to be able to have him and believe in him. And then he will make your days mm, See, better than you could possibly think or imagine. That's true. That's true. There comes a point where we become responsible for how we think and what we do. We will either take charge of our lives Allow others or the past control who we are, what we achieve. Mm. Before the turn of the 20th century, there was a bishop named Milton Wright who traveled to colleges and universities speaking about the soon coming return of Jesus and the rapture of Christians. The story told how Bishop Wright was dining at the home of a particular university president. At some point in the conversation, the university president asked Bishop Wright, how he could be so certain that the second coming of Jesus was so imminent. 
Bishop responded by saying, My good sir, everything that man can accomplish has already been done. President of the University said to Bishop Wright, I respect your opinion, but I disagree. Man hasn't flown yet. Bishop Wright responded by saying, If God had intended for man to fly, he would have made him like angels and created him with wings. It's sad to say that Bishop Wright limited his world by what he could see and understand based on past experiences and his knowledge. And his knowledge. Yeah. Maybe you figured this out. But Bishop Wright had two sons who believed differently than he did. They believed in the power of what they could not see. And they spent their lives trying to see. The sons were Orville and Orville Wright, who built and flew the first airplane. And as Paul Harvey would say, now you know the rest of the story. You know, the world says if you can see it, you know, if I can see this, I'll believe it. But God says, mm-mm, he wants you to know that if you can believe it, then you'll end up seeing it. That's good. Excuses, this is the enemy, gives excuses. Excuses are limitations which restrict or prevent us from realizing the unlimited potential God has placed within us, making us afraid to go forward. It's important that we begin to see possibilities instead of limitations. Isaiah 45.8, 45.8 classic Amplified Bible says, Let fall in showers, you heavens from above, and let the skies rain down righteousness, the pure spiritual heaven-born possibilities that have their foundation in the holy being of God. Let the earth open and let them skies and earth sprout forth salvation and let righteousness germinate and spring up as plants do together. I, the Lord, have created it. You can look around and see the unbelievable things that God's already created here on planet Earth. What makes us think that we can't, there's not more. We want to be thought of and ultimately remembered as people who saw and received heaven-born possibilities. So what are we looking for? What can we see that others can't? Or are we limited by our current reality? It's not education or previous success that make us, you know, immune from being visually impaired. We're not talking about, we need glasses. Consider this statement. In 1899, 1899, Charles Duell, commissioner of the U.S. Office of Patents, said, everything that can be invented has been invented. Wow. My, my, my. In 1981, goes back a while, Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, said, 640 kilobytes, is that how you say it? Yeah. Ought to be enough for anybody. There you go. There was an editorial expression in 1949, that's 75 years ago almost, edition of Popular Mechanics. It said, computers in the future may weigh no more than 1.5 tons. <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you, it's amazing. 1977, Ken Olson, the president, chairman, and founder of Digital Equipment Corporation, said there is no reason anyone would want a computer in their home. You know, F.F. Woolworth who founded his famous department stores years ago, worked at a dry goods store. It was not allowed to wait on customers because his boss said he lacked the sense needed to do so. Sako Ryo, I'm not probably Honda, but you'll get the Honda part, was turned down by Toyota Motor Corporation after interviewing for a job as an engineer. 
leaving him jobless for quite some time. So he started making a scooter of his own at home and was encouraged by his neighbors to start a business. Guess what? Elvis Presley was fired by the man manager of the Grand Old Opry after just one performance telling me, you ain't going nowhere, son. You ought to go back to driving your truck. <laughs> you know, we could go on with example after example, but we've often mentioned many others. But we think you're get getting the point. <clears throat> Every, even, you know, the most gifted people left to their own devices could actually limit their own thinking. And we have to put up with foolish statements or thoughts made by other people. But the difference is don't let that be in your mind and confine you to mediocrity. God made you to soar, and you need to just let that roll right off your back. What we all need is to understand that this teaching is what is that the world is filled with infinite possibilities. Yes. And we can go places if we just let God rule and reign. Napoleon Hill, author of Think and Grow Rich, as well as a speechwriter for President Franklin D. Roosevelt, once said, this is where it came from, what the mind of man can conceive and believe, it, he can achieve. Wow. While we have great admiration for the writings and thoughts of Mr. Hill, it pales in comparison to the words found in Mark 9.23. 923 in God's Word translation, where it says, Jesus said to him, as far as possibilities go, everything is possible for the person who believes. That's right. That was our theme scripture one year. It was. The greatest limitation that we'll ever face in life, these limitations are self-imposed, self-maintaining, self-defeating. God wants us to believe in possibilities, not limitations. He wants us living in excellence, not excuses. That's right. Second Peter 1 5, 1 5, classic amplified. For this very reason, adding to your diligence to the divine promises, employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue, excellence, resolution, Christian energy, and in exercising virtue, develop knowledge and intelligence. God has given us the power and authority for excellence in our lives. So here's the bottom line. Today, January 9th, 2024. Wow. No more excuses. That's it. No more judging our future. That's it. Based on our past knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. No more defining our future by our past accomplishments or the lack thereof. No more negative thinking or speaking which restricts, eliminates, or destroys possibilities for success. We've, we've said this recently, Romans 12, too. New Living Translation, it says, remember this? Not a couple days ago or yesterday even, may have been. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. From this day forward, really, purpose in your heart to look to your Heavenly Father. The, he sent the Holy Spirit. Look to him with anticipation and expectation and without limitation. Yes. Let me say that again. Look to him with anticipation and expectation and without limitation. Yes. And we can make this promise to you. If you look to God for your inspiration, motivation, and direction, you at the end of this year and at the end of five years, you will be amazed at what the Lord has done in and through your life. One more scripture. <laughs> 
1 John 2.28, 1 John 2.28, Message Bible. And now, children, stay with Christ. Live deeply in Christ. Then we'll be ready for Him when He appears, ready to receive Him with open arms, with no calls for red-faced guilt or lame excuses when He arrives. Mm -hmm. That's we, a great one to personalize. Yeah, we want to personalize this. That's it. And that's a good one to do it. We want to personalize Mark 9, 23, God's Word translation, because that's meant so much to us. Yes, Jesus said to Lawrence, as far as possibilities go, everything is possible for Lawrence because he believes. As far as possibilities go, whoops, I got ahead of myself. Jesus said to Bruce, as far as possibilities go, everything is possible to, to Bruce and Debbie because they believe. As far as, I keep wanting to say that, Jesus said, Jesus said to Sonia, as far as possibilities go, everything is possible for Sonia because she believes. Boy, I'd like to go on and say Maya and Fred and, oh my goodness, so many more. Gina, Larry, yeah, Dave, Diane, so many more people that we just like to get on. Lana, oh my goodness, Janice. But you know what? Put your name in there. Put your name in there. And you will see stuff, Brenda will see stuff, that she just didn't even believe possible. Yes. Because now she is opening that mind and heart and believing more. And more. Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Think on these things today yes. and every day. And uh, just bless you. Yes, have a Let this be the best tremendous Tuesday that you've ever had. That's it. Expect it. Expect it. Believe it. Mm. Manifest it. And receive it. Amen. Until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.